When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. is up guys welcome back to the podcast welcome back to unwinding i'm so excited to get into today's conversation before we do that though before i jump into that i have a few things to say please bear with me as i'm certainly not educated thoroughly thoroughly another word i struggle to say um on this matter but staying silent is just not really an option i don't It's just insufficient, and I don't think any of us should be staying silent about something like this. The lack of words I have for the absolute senseless attack that took place on Tuesday in Texas, in the city of Uvalde, um, it's been just really heavy on my heart, I'm sure, as it has been for all of us watching this. It's it's mind-blowing to me that, that as a parent, That's even a fear, you know? I don't think any parent should be fearful of taking their kids to school, a place where they are supposed to be safe and learning and spending time with their friends and laughing. And no parent, I think, should be thinking, you know, when they drop their kids off at school, like, oh, wow, what if this is the last time I see my children? How has that become something that is just so fucking normal you know i got frustrated with myself yesterday because i feel i feel like a broken record when i'm like you know i'm praying for the families i'm praying for everybody affected i'm praying for these angels who were taken away so ruthlessly but it's like nobody needs my thoughts and prayers nobody needs my thoughts and prayers we need fucking change right we need fucking change there's so much resistance to gun laws and they call it gun control what the fuck do you mean gun control there's literally no control none i don't mean to bring anybody down obviously but it's like how can i how can we not talk about this how is this fucking normal this is not the world i want to live in this is not this is not how i want to live it's not how anybody should live and it's so like again it's a lack of words right there's i have a lack of words imagine thinking you had a bad day yesterday while there were parents waiting to find out if their kids were alive or not. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to invalidate your bad day. (laughs) I'm just saying, as a nation, I feel like we've become so desensitized to mass shootings, and we all share our thoughts and prayers. And then what? And then what do we do? That's where I was left yesterday. I was like, what do I do now? Like, I can't just sit here and pray for these families and for these angels. Like, what the fuck can I do? Like, are we just gonna, are we just gonna only, like, actively and intentionally participate in advocating for gun violence prevention once we're individually affected like once it happens to us god forbid i like no i i I, that's not fair that's not fair they want us to have kids they want to control our reproductive rights but then they do fucking nothing to protect our children like how does this make sense how does it make sense i'm like fired up (laughs) It just, if this made you uncomfortable, I'm really glad because we should all feel uncomfortable because this is not it. This is not how we should be living. It's, it's, we shouldn't fear going to the movies, to the supermarket, to school. Like, I'm so, I feel so lucky that I've never been in a situation like that where I am fearing for my life, right? But so many people have and that's just how is that okay we need to vote with so much fucking intention we need to vote for senators that will fight to fucking change these laws i saw this on twitter yesterday and somebody said it's easier to get a gun than baby formula like it's fucking mind-blowing it's mind-blowing right i'm praying right now my heart's heavy but more importantly i'm I'm donating, I'm trying to educate myself on different campaigns that are fighting for effective gun violence 
and gun violence prevention laws and interventions. I'll keep you guys updated because I'm really trying to educate myself and, and I will obviously be voting and we all need to be voting to mobilize regulation of guns and to fucking make this country livable and not completely covered in fear. I'm praying for these angels and for all the families affected and for everybody affected and it's it's like no words are sufficient let's just say it no words are sufficient but a lack of words is also insufficient at this point you know so we can all pray we can all share our thoughts we can all share the graphics we can all share everything we can all have heavy hearts this week but let's fucking try to do more you know and if you know more that i can do please tell me if there are organizations that you are aware of please i'm trying to learn right like i'm learning right now and i'm very open to any direction anybody has but yeah staying silent is just it's absolutely not an option yeah my heart's like beating fast (laughs) um there's absolutely no way for me to transition out of this conversation but i do have a beautiful conversation for you today so today we have the pleasure of hearing from Danielle and Kaylee, co-founders of Clear Stem Skincare. I first heard them on the Skinny Confidential and I was absolutely mind blown with all the information they were sharing and just how knowledgeable they both are. I mean, Danielle is literally known as the acne guru, okay? And Kaylee's a holistic nutritionist, among many other things, who started seeing Danielle for help with her skin and that's how their story began. And what I love the most about everything they share is so much of it is rooted in trial and error. They've individually been through skincare and acne journeys and came together to create a brand that is so focused on educating people about acne and prioritizes efficiency, anti-aging, anti-acne, and they also prioritize and have no hormone disruptors or toxins in their products. So I'm gonna wrap up this intro and I'm gonna let you listen to our conversation where we talk about their story, we talk about how to actually have acne-free glowing skin, working with your best friend, navigating insecurities, so much more, so much more. I can't wait for you guys to listen. Make sure you check out Clear Stem Skincare. I just purchased, um, they mentioned this blackhead eliminator like the cure for blackheads in this episode you know i purchased that shit real quick because uh, that's exactly what i need with that said let's get into this episode with kaylee and danielle totally so kaylee and i both struggled with acne like mine was a little bit worse but we both had it very very intense right so i struggled with acne for like 10 years where it was really 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 bad like cystic everywhere and um it started when I was in college. Um, ironically, it wasn't in high school. It started in college. But um, I studied genetics, biology, and immunology all through all through school. And that's when my acne was worse. So I was congruently going through the care of many different dermatologists. And none of them could answer any questions about, like, diet, lifestyle, products. Like, like I would be like, when I eat certain foods, my skin goes crazy. Like, like no one can answer anything, right? So I just went through the whole gamut of prescriptions and I wound up being on antibiotics for years and doing Accutane three separate times and none of it worked. So I became even more obsessed with clearing my skin. And I, um, basically that led to me at the age of like 28, the third round of Accutane failed. I had to stop because my vision loss was like becoming permanent. And I said, screw this, I'll figure it out myself. I have a biology background. So I left my corporate world and got went back to school to earn my esthetician license. And I opened San Diego Acne Clinic a couple years, like a year and a half after that. And then it just it just kept blowing up because our process for treating acne is like the inverse of a dermatologist. Like we actually get to the root cause. We go over all of your products, your vitamins, how you're exfoliating, all the things that really matter. Um, and Kaylee was an actual clinic patient, and that's how she and I met. So I was struggling with acne in my mid-20s, and I had recently got off birth control, and my skin just went completely haywire. I was going to every doctor, dermatologist, esthetician, and my only solutions I was given was go on birth control, antibiotics, or Accutane. And I was a holist- I was working a corporate job and a holistic nutritionist at the time, and I'm like, I... I know these aren't solutions. And I kept asking like every doctor and dermatologist, I'm like, okay, but like, how will these things help? Like what is causing my acne? And they're like, I don't know, just try these things. 
And I like in my heart, I really didn't want to because I'm like, I know there's a reason. And so I met Danielle and we figured out I had 12 different acne triggers going on. Everything from using skincare and makeup that had pore clogging ingredients, not exfoliating properly, over supplementation of certain supplements that were causing a hormonal imbalance like vitamin D, zinc, B12, biotin. I was eating eggs every day that are a huge acne trigger. So anyways, we determined 12 of these. I removed them all. And in a matter of two months and and got on a proper skincare routine, in a matter of two months, my skin was completely clear with no scar damage. And if anyone wants to see how bad my skin was, um, we actually have my personal before and after on the before and after tab on our website. It was like bright red, inflamed, angry, cystic acne everywhere. Like it was so painful. I was like packing on theater makeup before I leave the house. Like it, and there was just bumps all of like my face was covered. Why are so many doctors, why is their first instinct to just try to put you on the first medication they can get? Like, why, why do you think people don't take their time to be like, let's actually like figure out the root? First of all, this is not a martini. This is a, this is a, um, energy beverage. Um, Everyone knows I'm here, but I would love to answer that question. The question of health and acne, I would love to answer that holding my martini shaker. I have an energy Um, drink here too. (laughs) So medical, it it all comes down to our medical system and medical school. So obviously if you're a naturopath or you come from an Eastern medicine background, this won't apply to every, every health practitioner and doctor hearing this, but for a typical Western dermatologist, their education on nutrition and acne triggers is minimal. Like they all think it just has to do with hormones and bacteria and that those are the only two things you can modify to try and fix acne. They don't talk about nutrition in medical school in the way that you need to learn about nutrition in order to be well. Medical school, basically, if you're, if you're, the nutrition portion of it is primarily about contraindications. So like, don't take, don't eat grapefruit if you're taking statins for blood pressure or don't take a, an antibiotic with dairy because the cultures will cancel each other out. So it's more about what foods will interact with medications. It's not foods for health. So gluten is not discussed. Eggs and the protein that they carry that is toxic to many people, that's not discussed. Dairy, you know, they might know a thing or two about it, but there's not a ton of lab reports that they're going to cite that shows the correlation between acne and dairy because those lab reports to run a study like that can be over a million dollars. No one's going to pay for that. There's no medication to be sold at the end of it. So there's just this huge gap in ed- in education as it relates, especially to nutrition and, and it relates to, and how it relates to acne. And then also there's product ingredients. There's a massive list of pore clogging filler agents that cosmetics and, and um, makeup companies use. And they're very common and they have a long shelf life and they're very cheap. So companies that want to make money selling you a makeup, for example, they're going to use a couple key filler agents that um, give the product a really long shelf life. Things like isopropyl palmitate or ethyl hexyl palmitate, random things like that that the average consumer and dermatologist are not aware of because this is a cosmetics industry thing. So those are the things that are thicker than our natural oil and they clog our pores and create a ton of acne if you're acne prone. Now it's a big long list and dermatologists aren't gonna go over that. It's not in their wheelhouse. They've got about 10 minutes to spend with you and they have their their toolbox is comprised of prescriptions. That's what they know. That's what they're encouraged to use. That's that's their playbook. So that's all you're gonna get if you go to a traditional dermatologist's office. Right, and it's so frustrating, right? Because you think that's, you think you're doing the right thing. And I'm not saying you're doing the wrong thing by going to a, to a dermatologist, but there's, if something isn't working and all they're trying to do is prescribe you the first medication they can find, like, I hope this is a PSA to everybody to maybe get a few more, um, hear a few more options, hear, a few, hear what more people have to say than just like trusting the first medicine or whatever. You know what I mean? You mentioned so many things that were triggering your acne. What are a few more, like the egg thing? I was listening to you guys on the Skinny Confidential and you talked about the eggs and I was mind blown. I don't eat that many eggs, but I was like, I know people that they swear by their eggs in the morning because that's just what we've been told is so healthy for you, right? And not that they're not healthy, but I didn't know they were a trigger. So what are a few more 
maybe misconceptions about acne or or skincare in general that yeah and I want to touch base on the eggs real quick because if someone is not breaking out from eggs and they're eating eggs and they're feeling really good they're not bloated they're feeling phenomenal on eggs their body responds really well to them so we're really speaking to the people like Eggs can be a trigger a lot for bloating as well, just like bloating and like a lot of discomfort. But if you're breaking out and eating eggs every single day or multiple times a week, that definitely can be a huge trigger, especially for people that are acne prone. And it's the albumin protein in it. It's actually more in the egg whites and it is in the egg yolks because we actually got, we had a question the other day from someone that's like, okay, you said eggs can cause acne, but can I have egg whites instead? And that's actually the part that has the majority of the albumin protein that makes it the big acne trigger, which is just really hard for us to break down. You break out, break out in your lymphatic system, like kind of around your jawline, like where you'd see hormonal acne. Um, so that is a big one. And so starting from the top, the very first thing people are going to want to check if they're breaking out is to see if their skincare, makeup, and hair conditioner have any pore clogging ingredients, meaning ingredients that are going to physically clog the pore and, and cause a break, cause acne in that area. So the best way to do this, we create a great free resource for everyone on our web, on our website because this can seem so overwhelming. People are like, okay, what what are pore clogging ingredients? How do I found them? How do I identify them? So we have a huge list on our website under the pore clogging ingredients tab. They're all in alphabetical order, but there's also a search bar on that landing page too where people can Google their product that they use, copy the ingredient deck, and then paste it in there. And all the ingredients that come up red are pore cloggers. And then you can just double check it via the list below. Um, and that way you know what which one of your products are breaking you out. Because what if it's only one or two? You don't have to throw away every piece of skincare, makeup, and hair conditioner that you use. It can just be one or two triggers. And this is really important for the people that are like, I can't use moisturizers. Moisturizers break me out. We hear that all the time. And it's really moisturizers just typically have a lot of pore clogging ingredients in them. So it's the, it's the specific pore clogging ingredients in the moisturizer, moisturizer that are breaking people out, not moisturizers as a whole, like as a product category. But moisturizers are so important for anti-aging and for wrinkles because the drier your skin, the faster wrinkles are going to form, the more DNA damage and like the dull wrinkled kind of you think about a grape and you put it out in the sun and it shrivels up like that's what's going to happen to your skin if you don't moisturize it so it's really really important that people use that but just know which ones aren't going to break their skin out what about um bacne what what do you say to somebody struggling with that yes a great great question bacne is generally caused by hair conditioner especially if it's on the upper shoulders and in the, like the mid and upper back, that's almost always from hair products. The other thing that can really trigger it is something bothering your lymphatic system. So your lymphatic system is your like pathway of, um, it's like your transport pathway, like detox system through your body. You have lymph nodes and then you have like just lymphatic veins all through your body. But um, things that inflame that particular detox system can bother the back in a really powerful way. Um, cause that fluid just kind of like, kind of gathers there, especially like when you're sleeping. Um, so eggs and gluten, I would say bother the lymphatic area the most, which can lead to cystic back acne and then whey protein, whey protein is the worst thing for acne, but a lot of men get whey protein shakes when they're going to the gym to try to, you know, it's bulking season. They want to look good. They're at the gym. They get a protein shake. It's almost always whey. And it's terrible. It can spike your hormones so badly that it just gives you insane back cysts. So I would say if someone has acne, like, all over their back in a really consistent way. It's probably something internal. They should look at their diet and potentially get some lab work done with um, like an Eastern medicine practitioner, someone who's going to look at liver and digestion. And then um, their hair products, specifically for women, any hair conditioner and leave-in hair products like hair oils, moisturizing creams, things like that. Things that are volumizing like a hairspray isn't, or like a volume, like a shampoo, those aren't going to be so terrible, but things that are moisturizing and designed to leave like a residue in your hair, like, like the serums, the hair oils and the conditioners, those must be checked for pore cloggers because those get all over your upper back and they also transfer to your pillow. And that's what creates the pillowcase acne. Everyone's always blaming the pillowcase, but it's the hair product that's getting on the pillowcase that's then getting smushed into the skin. Yes, I hear that so much with the pillowcases. Yeah, there's all these like yeah. microbial ones out there and all these like 
acne pillowcases. And though like Danielle and I love sleeping on silk pillowcases just because it's like that fabric is so good for your skin because it's not drying, um, like a really drying fabric that's going to suck the moisture. So silk is really good for your hair and skin in general for just like helping keeping it moisturized and not tugging on your skin when you're rolling over and sleeping, especially if you want to sleep on your side or on your stomach. But we don't need to feed into like all this marketing around like the acne free pillowcase and like all, like spending eighty dollars, hundred and twenty. I've seen ones that are like one hundred and twenty dollars at Nordstrom, and I'm just like, you don't need to feed into the marketing for that because it's typically the products in your hair <laughs> and on your skin that are like again, like Danielle said, getting smushed in by the pillowcase. But there's so much noise, right? There's so much noise online, and we hear like one person claims one thing to have changed their skin and then we all think that's gonna like there's so much noise about all of these things that it's almost sometimes overwhelming to digest and you don't even know like okay should I do that should I do this like where do you think we overcomplicate skincare like what are some things that we just make so complicated that they don't have to be Mm, I would say the 10 step regimen thing is nonsense you do not need that many steps like at all um we created our our clear skin kit and it's well first of all if your skincare products are good, they're going to do more than just one thing. Like our exfoliating serum is also, also has vitamin C. So it's to digests like old skin protein. So it stimulates new collagen while it's unclogging your pores, while it's infusing vitamin C. So right there, you're getting like three benefits in one thing. So you don't need a million products to get all your change done. You just need products that are multifunctional. So right there, that saves down uh, a lot of time in your routine and your budget and the amount of steps needed in order to see change. Um, but our kit is like the, we position it as the minimum four things you can do to create massive change in your skin. Cause we're minimalists too. We don't want to have to do an hour night skin routine. So that's we, we kept that in mind when we were formulating clear stem. So the most overcomplicated thing is having way too many steps and not knowing what each one does or how to layer them. Cause if you layer things improperly, they're going to cancel each other out. Like, for example, if you have a glycolic serum or a mandelic acid, anything with an alpha hydroxy acid, or even like salicylic, everyone's familiar with that. So if you have something that's, a, that's an acid, its pH is lower than your skin, and that's how it does work, right? So it, it needs to go on your bare skin. You want it to eat away the stuff that's in your pores that you don't want there. But a lot of people aren't told how to use that. They'll put a moisturizer on and then put their acid on, and then it's just eating their moisturizer. Or they're not told to like leave it alone for 10 minutes so that it can do its work. They're putting something else on immediately right after and they're neutralizing the pH. So um, to having too many steps is a recipe for confusion and it's a the, it increases the chance that you're not going to use things properly. So simplifying it and finding multifunctional products is really the best bet for everyone and it's the best for your budget. If somebody is on a budget and they are just so overwhelmed, don't know where to start, but are wanting to, they're wanting to clear up their skin What are the first things you would recommend doing, like to invest money into? Well, before you invest anything money-wise, you have to check, you have to know what's causing the problem in the first place. Otherwise, you're just going to be swapping one problem out for another and you'll never know. So checking all of your current hair, skin, and makeup items for pore clogging ingredients is everyone's step one. If you don't, don't buy anything before you do that. Otherwise, you could just be replacing one problem for another problem. So for example, moisturizers, most moisturizers and sunscreens have pore cloggers in them. So right there, just check those two things. See if there's an issue. If you search, you know, you use our search function on our website and you find that your moisturizer has a pore clogger in it, like say it has coconut oil in it, it's for sure clogging you up. Then, you know, you can switch out your moisturizer, um, get ours because it's freaking amazing. Um, and then make that one positive change and that'll be a step in the right direction. Um, if you find that your, um, your face, well, say you need um, some exfoliation, like if you don't have a scrub in your, in your toolkit and you're just using gentle cleansers all the time, your skin could probably benefit from a scrub, especially if you're a little bit congested and bumpy. If you get acne, you need to have a scrub in your routine um, because it's the physical exfoliant that can help clear our pores and allow stuff to come in and allow the good, allows bad stuff to come out and good things to come in. 
So um, incorporating a scrub a few nights a week would be a really positive change if you're not doing that. So it just depends. Everyone has a different starting point, but um, in terms of like what they need to add to their regimen. But before you change anything, check for pore clockers so you know what the issues are. Selfish question. Is there something we can do that will actually get rid of blackheads? <laughs> yeah, That's our clarity have... serum that Danielle yeah. is talking about. So it's Nick, our, so our clarity serum is the yellow one. I'm buying it right now. <laughs> Like right now, Hurry up, are, we're about to sell out. We're literally like selling no, out like crazy. struggle of my life. They will never leave. They will never leave ever. It's literally ever. nicknamed the blackhead dissolver. And that's the one that's mandelic acid with vitamin C. So you have salicylic acid, you have mandelic and you have glycolic. Salicylic doesn't really do. That's the kind of fine you'll find like CVS and it really just dries out an area, but doesn't create a lot of change. Glycolic is really, really harsh for everyday use. Glycolics are amazing in the clinic room where you're getting glycolic peels and it's very concentrated controlled and you have an expert doing it. But if you're using something with glycolic acid every single day, you're causing so much sun sensitivity to your skin that you could actually be causing accelerated aging in your skin because of the increased sun exposure and sensitivity. So mandelic acid is in the middle. And what's really cool about it is just like we were talking about using an acid, letting it sit alone. So you wash your face, you put the Clarity Serum on dry skin, you let it sit for about 10 to 15 minutes without putting anything else on top yet. Because that way, again, it's eating away what's inside your pores and dissolving those blackheads. And then you leave it, you leave it on, you don't wash it off, but you let it sit alone for 10 minutes and then you finish the routine. So we always recommend following with our stem cell serum. Um, so cell Renew and then high, our moisturizer Hydroglow after that, but Clarity is going to be that key step. And uh, we paired it with vitamin C. The mandelic acid helps drive the vitamin C even deeper to your pores. So creating that really bright skin effect, that glowy look, and it's also going to help break apart melasma and hyperpigmentation as well. So it's going to help with any um, discoloration in your skin. Uh, adding to cart <laughs> immediately. If you guys had to had to suggest three tips for anti-aging what are your like three non-negotiables for somebody who wants to make sure they are taking care of their skin in the best way with an emphasis on anti-aging very number one one is sorry we both love this question (laughs) i'll do the first one um uh, not washing your face with super hot water like in the shower, we're all standing there and it's super hot water just beating on our face. That's literally the worst thing you can do for your skin. Oh, I'm like, I'm burning in the shower. Everyone like does until they're told not to. Your skin's made of protein and heat kills and inflames your protein, right? And it strips all of your natural moisture. All your, like your natural moisture barrier gets annihilated when you do that in the shower, which means that you then get, you don't want overly hot water on your skin at any time. Lukewarm is fine. Overly hot water is going to inflame your skin. And if you have any old acne scars, it's going to re-injure them and they won't heal. The next one, I feel like it's so overly said, but I want to drive home SPF. The reason for that is increased sun exposure causes accelerated aging. So just like how the hot water is causing micro damage to your skin every day, the sun is doing the same exact thing. So if we have all these different things where we're causing damage over and over to our skin, it's just going to start to show more wrinkles and fine lines faster. You're going to see them deeper. You're going to see a really dull, aged, just blah look to your skin. When you start wearing SPF during the day, like you will notice like such a huge difference. You're really going to hit that pause button on aging and allow yourself to slowly age as you should instead of speeding, naturally like speeding up that process. You're basically like hitting fast forward <laughs> whenever you're both washing your face in hot water and not wearing SPF when you're outside. And I want to reiterate the correct type. There's a chemical SPF and then there's the mineral SPF. So you want to look for a zinc based because the chemical ones, um, you can easily spot it. The um, Any sunscreen that's like in oil based, I'm not going to like blast the name on here, but there's one that like everyone uses for like a glow effect on their skin that's also supposed to be I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, So if you look on the back of that, it'll say like active SPF or active ingredients and it'll have three, there's three chemicals that are two or three that are used all the time. They're all chemical names. Like they won't say zinc. So you really like that'll, all those, one, they're toxic. Two, when they're exposed to chlorine actually cause a way more toxic effect. 
Also, if you have hair extensions and it gets like on your hair and then you go in the pool, that's what turns it green. So like zinc doesn't do that. Like that should tell you it's like a not good chemical if it's literally turning your hair extensions green, right? <laughs> um, when it's exposed to it. Um, I don't have that, but I don't have extensions, but my hairdresser told me about that. She's like, oh, I, I have to tell everyone not to wear that because if their hair touches the sunscreen, it turns it green. So, um, and you, so, you don't want to be putting chemicals on your skin. Like it's going to actually it's not doing a good job um, protecting your skin. So you want to use a zinc-based sunscreen. Zinc is a physical protectant, meaning it actually gives you a shield and it's anti-inflammatory. So if anyone's listening to this and they have rosacea or sensitive skin in general, like they just get really pink really easily, you want a zinc or titanium-based sunscreen. Normally a good mineral and physical are the same thing. And it's going to be zinc. You want to look for something that is a minimum, minimum of like 10% 10% zinc as the minimum. Ours is going to have like 21% zinc, which is really high, but you want that. And then there's a little bit of, there's usually a little bit of titanium in there too. So those are the only two sunscreens that you want on your skin, particularly if you have sensitive skin, because the chemical sunscreens are a bit irritating. Those are the ones that burn your eye. If you get them, if you sweat and get it in your eye. Um, and also like for, think of a baby, you'll never see a baby sunscreen that has chemical suns, chemicals SPF because it is it's an irritant for many skin types. So error on the side of that. If someone's listening to this and they're like, oh my God, I need a, a really good sunscreen right now. Um, the Aveeno mineral sunscreen is like a really high concentration of zinc and the Neutro- Neutrogena clear zinc um, is a safe bet too. They do kind of leave a white cast, which is like the only issue with zinc-based sunscreens. That's why people gravitate toward the chemical ones is because they're clear. Um, but yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be solving yeah. that for people. And that's why we created, um, why we created our sunny side one, which is like a brush on sunscreen for like reapplying throughout the day and reapplying like over top of makeup. So you're not like packing in a white uh zinc based one like on top of your makeup. You can just brush this on over throughout the day. That's what I don't I don't do that. So I as I the first thing I do is put SPF on. I mean not the first thing, but I will not do anything without SPF on my face, but I don't reapply it once during the day. I'm always inside. Like I, I honestly hide, I hide from the sun. I really do because I just burn always, no matter what. I also don't like just laying out. I'm so bored. I don't want to do it. So I just hide from the sun, but I don't reapply my sunscreen once during the day. Most people don't. And that's where we get sun damage because every sunscreen, no matter if it's ma- no matter if it's mineral or if it's, um, or chemical, it doesn't matter. Think of all sunscreen as disappearing after two hours because it's just going to metabolize. It's going to dry off. It's going to, it's going to go away eventually. So if you have that as a good rule of thumb, then you have your brush on, on the go for mineral sunscreen. And that is what really saves your skin because you can put on sunscreen like a good girl in the morning, like we all do. And then you go to lunch and it's freaking gone or it's barely there anymore. Right. You sit outside for brunch that's when you get the sun damage. You go outside to walk your dog in the afternoon, that's where you're getting sun damage because what you put on in the morning isn't there anymore. And that's where the physical, uh, the brush on one that we've got, that's where it comes in handy. It's like your insurance policy for anti-aging. Okay, love it. So no more boiling hot water on our face, NSPF, and reapplying it. Any other anti-aging must-haves? I would say the third one would be exfoliating. I think this is a really overlooked one. And Um, as we were talking about earlier, there's both a physical and chemical exfoliant. So physical is obviously one that you feel it has like kind of rougher beads. We use, um, it's really, really soft, eco-friendly bamboo in ours. So it's really gentle and you don't need to scrub your face. You just need to like gently, like in circular motions for like 10, not even 10 seconds. Like the point of a physical exfoliator is just to polish your skin to get off that top layer of dead skin cells to be able to open up your pores so everything you're putting on after is going into it. And then the chemical uh, exfoliant that we were talking about before, Clarity, that's like we've been talking about the blackhead dissolver, but what mandelic acid also does is stimulate collagen. So that's also going to help smooth out any fine lines and wrinkles that you have to replump out those areas. So exfoliating is huge for anti-aging. So if we have a lot of buildup of dead skin cells, that's 
you know, more wrinkles, really dull looking skin. By exfoliating, you're going to have the bright, glowy, youthful, smooth looking skin. Do you guys remember the St. Ives apricot <laughs> scrub that we all use? Like when I think about how I would, <laughs> I would go to pound town with that on my face, like just like sandboarding my poor face. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, I'm terrified of exfoliating, but. Yes. The exfoliating is so important to just be gentle with because the beads do do the work for you. I mean, the St. Ives was like literally ripping apart people's skin. Um, but so gentle like it's not you don't want to be harsh or aggravating it's just for the purpose of getting off that top layer of dead skin cells priming the skin polishing it what are things people don't or that people overlook because maybe they're just focused on the skincare products like what are other things other areas of our life that we should be looking into when we're trying to not only you know have our skin look better and be more glowy and whatever but also feel better our stress what you're eating. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. Wait, stress and what you're eating. <laughs> so, I mean, a, a big cause of hormonal acne, um, when, when you're looking at exercising and workouts, if someone's doing high cardio hit workouts every single day, it's keeping their cortisol levels really, really high, which is a stress hormone. And a lot of us are stressed out naturally. <laughs> like we have so much going on, like social media, just everything in our lives we're already dealing like as a collective dealing with high stress levels when we're we have already high stress levels and then we're adding in a workout that's also stressing out our bodies it's keeping those cortisol levels so high causing a huge hormonal imbalance which is causing hormonal acne now stressing out the body um, is really good to do every once in a while. Um, so like hit workouts are great to incorporate to get your heart rate up to to create that micro stress for rebuilding. Um, but again, if you are in an insanely stressed out part of your life right now and you're having a lot of anxiety, actually cutting out high intensity workouts and replacing them with low intensity Pilates, yoga, walking, uh, weightlifting without any cardio built into it are actually going to help balance your hormones and you're going to feel better. If you're struggling with weight loss at all, actually slowing down your workouts, like you'll see weight literally fall off because when your cortisol levels are high, your body also holds on to fat. So you'll see your body relax and release that. And you'll also see your skin clear up too. So it's really, really important for people to understand. Also, I think something about that is we get like addicted to that feeling, mm-hmm. not of feeling stressed, but like we get addicted to the feeling of just like going, that, like that was me for so many years in my twenties. I was addicted to those workout classes where I just, I couldn't even breathe. I couldn't think I was being yelled at the entire time. And last year I hit a wall and, and like, I was just so saturated. I was so sick of everything. I, I'm already an anxious person, always stressed, very restless. And unintentionally, I just cut them out. Cause I was like, I need a break. I'm like, I'm I'm losing my mind honestly and I just started walking. Like that's it. I just started walking, walking, walking. But it's so it's so underrated and for me who for so many of my 20s I was so like wrapped up in diet culture. I didn't know better and I just like, you know, I was I fell into that trap where they tell you that unless you're basically dying on the floor after a workout class and drenched in sweat, you didn't work out. And so that's what I thought, right? So I was like, walking isn't a workout. Like that doesn't count as a workout. Like that, that I could never just, that could never just be my workout. But I truly saw so many changes, not even physically, that doesn't even matter. It's like how I was feeling when I like cut that out and really just like slow down a bit. But I feel like we're so like, maybe not all of us, but a lot of us are like addicted to that feeling of like, I don't even know what, what to call yeah, it. But. It's important to keep in mind that if you're doing proper HIIT workouts, they should only be 15, 10 to 15 minutes long. Like we're in these hour long high cardio classes, which is really, really not good for your body. Like the heavy, the spin classes, um, like, yeah, the crazy high intense, like true HIIT workout to create the micro stress to your body to create change should only be 10 to 15 minute workouts, like two times a week, maybe three if you're in a really good if your body's in a really good state and, you know, you're, you're doing all the other anti-stress things. So, you know, you're meditating, you know, you have your stress levels in check then three times a week. But other than that, like, yeah, 10 to 15 minute hit workouts, if you are going to safely do them. I want to talk about insecurities for a second, because they're so real and can be so overpowering. I've never struggled with acne, but have had insecurities that were like pausing my life in a way. So 
what would you say to somebody who is struggling with acne, who is working on it, but kind of, I don't know, maybe like a pep talk and aware, what would you say for them to not like pause their life completely and halt it because of an insecurity that they're facing? My biggest piece of advice that I give to people in this situation is, have you ever met someone new, like hung out with someone um, and you've gone out to lunch with them, you've or gone out to dinner with them? And you had an amazing time, right? Like the energy was so incredible. Maybe you like met a new girlfriend or it's like a date, whatever it is, just met a new person. And you're like, wow, that person was awesome. Conversation was amazing. Like you go home, like thinking about it. Do you ever once think, hmm, but they had acne? <laughs> like, no, like, or, ooh, they could lose a few pounds. Like, but you don't leave an interaction with someone thinking about that. You leave with the way that person made you felt and their personality. And so that's so important for people to remember is like, that's what people remember about you. Like how you show up in the, in the person that you are and people aren't looking at your skin and be like, well, I'm not going to go out to lunch with her again because her skin was bad. Like that's not a thing. And I know it's so hard for people to remember that when they're in it, but just remember like it's people like you and your personality. It's not how much you weigh or your looks in any way. Yeah. And we've all know that person who has something, maybe they're just like not traditionally pretty or they're a bigger girl or they're, they have, um, like they have something going on with their skin, like a big birthmark, or you see someone with acne, but they rock it anyway. And they have the biggest smile and they got that big energy and they have their own style with like their own, you know, like, um, just like their own unique taste in clothing or like their own funky jewelry or, you know, they, they just don't care and they own it and they rock it anyway. That person is a thousand times more magnetic than someone who with perfect skin who just kind of sits there and doesn't say anything or interact with anyone. So magnetism is beauty, is what is radiance at the end of the day. And it doesn't have, it, it doesn't have to be correlated to acne at all. Um, it can be really devastating and this is easier said than done, but, um, focusing on the things that you really like about yourself and allow, like rewarding yourself for all the effort that you're putting in and trying to solve your acne because everyone's trying to solve it, whether or not it's cooperating yet depends. But if you're trying to, and you're doing, you're always doing the next right thing, make sure you reward yourself and you go get, you know, that funky pair of earrings that you want, or that really cool hat that you like, or you just do something to make you happy because that's really what people are going to notice and remember about you. Acne is temporary. So that's just really important to remember that. I love that you use the word magnetic because that's exactly what it is. Like when, when you're with somebody and you have a great time and they're in your life and you love them, like you don't sit there and think like, wow, I love her because of her like perfect skin. I love her because of her long hair. Like, and if you do have somebody in your life, that's like that, like fuck them with all due respect, yeah. because why would you want, like, you don't want that. Right. But I feel like it, it can be so halting, right? Like it can be so overpowering to have something that you just really that is something that is just bothering you so 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 much and I I let I let insecurities like pause my life for years in my 20s which now looking back it makes me sad obviously you know and so I'm like I never want anyone to do that I don't want anyone to like put their life on pause because they might be trying to I don't know whatever they're trying to do whatever they're trying to do whatever area they're trying to improve right so I love that. Rem like remembering that that's probably the least interesting thing about you is the way you look. hundred percent. As two best, you guys are best friends, right? Yeah. Yeah. Literally like sister. <laughs> so working with your best friend, I feel like that's something that a lot of people maybe would find challenging. Um, is there a moment that you guys can remember that you had to kind of overcome like an uncomfortable moment? And if so, what was like the lesson behind it? all the time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, <laughs> growing a business together, there's uncomfortable moments all the time. I mean, then every human thinks differently. Yeah. Every human thinks differently. I love the honesty though. I love the honesty because it can be so. Yeah. My energy, my energy was super off this morning because we, our sales skyrocketed from being on a skinny confidential podcast, like five times what we like normally do. And I'm in charge of planning inventory. So I'm like, quarterbacking a million emails while we're on an important call and my energy was just off. I didn't hear something properly that she said, but I sent her a voice memo and I was like, Hey, I'm sorry. I'm off today. Here's why. And she's like, dude, I totally get it. We're good. So it's just, 
that sort of communication yeah. and honesty with each other. Learning to be master communicators because, again, Danielle and I talk every single day. <laughs> we have a business together, just literally having a baby together and like so many massive decisions and making sure we're on the right path. So of course there's times that we we don't see things the same way or agree on the same things or energies are off because everyone's human. Like it's our human. energies and moods yeah. are the same every day, but we never want it to affect our relationship with the business. And so it's just open, open communication around that, updating how we're feeling. Like there's been times where I felt really off, but it had absolutely nothing to do with Danielle, but like wasn't in the best mood for a week, like personal things going on. So I just communicate, Hey, like, yeah, my energy might be off. If I seem in a bad mood, it has nothing to do with you or anyone else on the team. Like I'm struggling. So you're just not going to see me in my like super peppy self, but I'm getting shit done. And it's like, um, yeah, just being master communicators and relieving anxiety in other people. Because how many times is, you know, someone, even a friend, like seem in a bad mood or irritated and it has like, you think it it's your fault and you get anxiety being like, they're mad at me. Why are they mad at me? What did I do? In reality, it could be something so personal that's going on in that person's life. So if you're, you know, aware enough as a person, like letting that other person know, like you, you don't have to tell them what's going on if you don't want to, but letting them, relieving the anxiety of the other person that the reason for your energy, like, isn't their fault. Because I think we blame as just like a culture, as humans, like blame each other so much and take things really personally. And just, you know, learning to communicate that is so key. I feel like we also are so quick to make assumptions. Like we we assume something is correct in our mind and then that's it. That's just what the story is. And often we're wrong. Like that, I, I'm a very anxious person, like I told you guys. And so I'll do that a lot. I'll be like, oh God, she texted me with two, one Y instead of two Ys, like she must have something <laughs> happened, like whatever. I literally, the smallest things will make me like, will upset me. And I'm always like working to be like, stop assuming, like not, not everything is so personal and you also won't know unless you ask or unless you bring something up. Right. So. Yeah. If you notice that in a friend, it's really nice to be like, Hey, I noticed your energy felt, not saying like, Hey, I noticed you're in a bad mood. Just being like, Hey, I noticed your energy just fell off from normal. Like I'm just checking in. Is everything okay? Like that's just like a really non-confrontational word of like, if you're having a lot of anxiety, thinking someone's mad at you, just asking that just being like, Hey, like knows it was off. Like, is everything okay? Like I'm here if you want to talk about about anything. Absolutely. Can can never go wrong with over communicating. One quick thing on this, because there's a really, we're both really big on self-development and emotional intelligence. Like you have to be, if you're going to run a business and there's a book that has been life changing for me and so many others, it's called the four agreements. Oh my God. I loved it. Yeah. Well, the cool thing is you can get the audiobook for free on YouTube. It's only an hour and it's read by the author himself. So there's no excuse to not expose yourself to this material. And it's very simple. And one of the key principles is don't make assumptions. And it gives you examples in, in the book and the audiobook as to why. And that will change your life in the most impact. That's the most impactful thing that anyone can do for themselves um, is to not make assumptions. And if you have to assume, here's the trick. Assume the best. If someone didn't call you back or something or something something's taking too long, just be like, I bet they're having a really good day and they got some really good news and they're just distracted. Like if you just like ruminate on the best possible thing when there's an unknown, just create a known positive thing in your head as a temporary assumption and just go with that because it will eliminate so many problems in your life and create so much good positivity um, as that compounds, as that energy compounds in your frequency. When when the guy's not texting me back, I'm just gonna assume he's just he's so obsessed with me that he doesn't even he doesn't have the words to like think about what to say. That's what I'm gonna assume. Yep. <laughs> no, but I 100%. do. I love that book so much. I did a book episode, like a book club episode, um, last year about it because it's anybody can pick up that book, open a page. I love doing that with books that I like just I like to reread things once I love them because I always feel like totally the second second time I read them I'll pick up something that I never even saw or really felt in the the first time I was reading it I feel like that's one of those books that no matter what kind of mood you're in or what kind of day you're having you can just open it up and there will be a gem on that page for you that is applicable in every way I feel couldn't agree more yeah every book that meant was meaningful at some point read it six months later and you're going to get a whole new lesson from it it's just yeah um, Yeah. 
that, that's so cool that you love that book. It's really pivotal and easy to read and can change lives. So easy to read. Absolutely. Um, okay. Our time is almost up, but my last question that I wanted to ask you guys is I've been asking this question to everybody at the end because it'll give you a little, a little homework of what you're going to do for yourself this week. So how can you each be just 1% kinder to yourselves this week? Mm, I love that. Oh, that's a good one. For me, it's sticking to my meditation routine. I've been on a really good, I've been really into tapping as a form of meditation because it's more active. And sometimes I can just let myself get too busy in the mornings and during the day and be like, oh, I don't need it. When in reality, I'll know like some anxiety is creeping in or some stress. And I'm like, I really just need to take the 10 minutes to do this. And so it's giving myself the grace of stepping away from my computer for 10 minutes to do something that's going to fill me up so I can be even better about what I want to do that day. I love that. Do you follow a certain app or do you just do it? Um, I've been loving the uh, morning manifestation tapping by Gala Darling. You can find it on YouTube. They've been obsessed, like starting my day with that one every day um, is, has been life-changing you should also check out um I just got this app called superhuman and she has a meditation for like everything like if you're walking if you're sitting if you're feeling anxious if you're getting ready if you're like just so tailored and the music is so uplifting like I was I'm trying to get into meditation because my therapist was like you could definitely use that and she has these walking ones where the music, like while you're walking, like you just feel, I don't know. I swear I was like walking down Brickle, like feeling like I was in a movie. It's such a good app. Love I that. <laughs> Ooh, my 1% kinder thing would be to remember to really be present and do my journal in the morning. I love the five minute journal, but sometimes, especially this past week, we've just had like the busiest week ever. And I just, I wake up immediately go hydrate and get ready and go to my workout. And sometimes I'll skip my journal. And I know that when I spend the three, it doesn't even take five minutes. It takes like two minutes. But when I do that, it makes the rest of my day so much more uplifted. So yeah, it's easy to skip and nothing bad happens. But that would be the thing I could do to be like kinder to myself is to remember to do that. It's crazy when we get into uh... I'm huge on mornings as well. And sometimes I find myself like I'll skip the little things that I know that I love to do because I'm, I don't know, in a rush or didn't make enough time for it or whatever. And then we start to feel shitty for whatever reason, or maybe we start to feel anxious and then we go back to those things. But it's like, I always try to remind myself, like when you feel the best, that's when I need you to like keep doing the things that are, are making you stay there. You know, it's like, we kind of like let go of them when we're like feeling great, maybe or whatever. And then once we start to feel a little something, we're like, oh shit, like gotta go back to that. But a reminder to all of us to not skip those things that like make us feel full, you know? Filling up our cups so that we can give to others. It's number one is filling up your cup. Exactly. So much information in here. You guys are so insightful. Thank you so much. Where can people find you? Where can people shop Clear STEM? everything um you can find us so you can shop clear stem on clearstemskincare.com we also have a ton of resources from stuff we talked about today um you can find us on instagram and all social channels at clearstem skincare and then my personal is kaylee.christina and danielle's is danielle the acne guru perfect love it thank you guys so so thank so you. much you're amazing thanks for having us Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.